At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. And welcome to the Author Brand Show, where there's lots of rational thoughts. We have a little disclaimer in case I get a boring guest, which is not the case this time, because we have a wonderful woman here who's a co-founder of Give, Send, Go. And, uh, you know, she's a mother, she's a wife, mother of six, by the way. Um, and she's built a, found success on a bunch of avenues, but mainly by focusing on this platform. Uh, throughout her life, she's done a bunch of things from building successful children's ministries, um, to growing a professional photography business while our children are young, to currently being the forefront of standing on freedom for the, as a co-founder of Give, Send, Go. So uh, without further ado, welcome to the stage. Welcome to our show today, Heather Wilson. Heather, how are you today? Good. How are you? I am doing fantastic because I'm talking to you, and I'm so uh, fortunate and blessed to do that way. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'm. I'm it's a pleasure to be on. All right. Great. So for those who are uh, not acquainted, tell us you know, briefly about what Give, Send, Go is and why they should pay attention to us for the next 20, 25 minutes. Sure. So, you know, actually, you should pay attention to us because anything's better than what you're doing now, probably laundry or maybe you're working or whatever. So take a minute and listen. Hopefully it'll be enjoyable as you hear about some of the cool things that are happening around the world that you might not hear about because believe it or not, not everything is bad news. Um, and Gives and Go is one of the platforms that showcase that there is so much good being done in the world. Gives and Go is a replacement platforms to us to sites like GoFundMe, um, sites that are now starting to uh, put their ideological bent on things and, and decide to take people down, censor people just based on hey, well, I don't agree with you. Well, Give, Send, Go has stepped into the place of saying, we're going to be a free platform that stands for allowing people to have a voice, to raise money for what's important to them, even if we disagree, which is crazily enough, an odd thing these days. <laughs> it is. And for those of the, who, are, you know, most people understand that there's, uh, you know, censorship and filtration going on on the big platforms with, you know, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all those, of course. But I don't think everyone really realizes that a even a crowdfunding platform can get canceled. So go ahead tell us a story about how you guys, uh, I know you're doing well before this happened, but tell us about the Canadian Trucker event and how that all laid out for you guys, as well as the people who are participating in that. Sure. So, um, you know, we've been around for eight years uh, just building this platform. But in the recent years, you might have even heard of us because a, a bunch of notable people have used our platform after being shut down. And some of the most recent ones were the Canadian earlier this year, the Canadian truckers. You might have watched if you turned on your TV at all yeah. um, or social media, you may have watched um, a bunch of truckers up in Canada decide that they were sick of the mandates, that they couldn't do their job and provide for their families. And so they were going to trek across the country of Canada to Ottawa and, and have a word with their government, letting them know that they think that the mandates needed to be lifted, that they should have the freedom to make those choices. Yeah. Um, and so they did that in a campaign was started on the competitor site. Mm -hmm. um, and we watched that happen and we said, oh, what are they doing? Have people not learned? At the same time, a campaign was started on Give, Send, Go as well that was called Adopt a Trucker. And Adopt a Trucker started raising money pretty quickly and um, raised a few hundred thousand dollars. And the money was getting paid out and the truckers were getting it. And they were able to 
start this trek across Canada as we all watch, you know, GoFundMe decide that, oh, wait, we need to pause this campaign. Is this a violent terrorist but, act? Yeah, but they had raised a lot of money on GoFundMe, right? How, you know, how much they, they had, had raised? raised? Millions of dollars, $8 yeah, million, yeah. something like that. They, they've raised a, a lot of money on GoFundMe. GoFundMe yeah. allowed them to raise money. And then yeah. all of a sudden, just like GoFundMe is being known for, they go, oh, wait, people might not like that we're allowing this. We're going to bend to the mob mentality. We don't have a backbone. We're going to, if you don't like it and you complain loud enough, then we'll, we'll cave to you. And what happened is that they decided to shut down this campaign. And the first decision they made is... They put out this link that said, if you want a refund, here's a link you can click. But it wasn't like an easily found link. And, and they said, if you don't click the link, what we'll do is just redistribute the funds to things that we um, we agree with that are that fall in line with, with what we agree with, which is theft. When you take somebody's money that, who says, we want to give it to this person, and instead they say, no, we think we know better where to put that money. That's just theft. No Hold on, just pause right there. This is, this yes. is so incredulous i think we need to have a big dramatic pause <laughs> so you're doing a big fundraiser for the american cancer society and they say hey thanks for raising a few million dollars we're going to give it lymphoma or something we think instead i mean that's exactly what they tried to do they like well we don't agree with this because it's maybe a little bit controversial but they so they go ahead i just had to i had yeah. to make positive people understand it is crazy it just doesn't even make sense I, you know, we we talk at our at our leadership meetings yeah. about what that boardroom must have looked like when someone's like, "Hey, I have a great idea. What if we just take these millions of dollars and tell all these people who wanted to support this protest that we're going to give it to the whatever you know the oh, LGBTQ yeah. community because we feel really strongly a pro-abortion yeah. community or defund the police like all our yeah. things that we feel really strongly yeah. against or about and it's like it makes no sense people were in a uproar social yeah. media was going crazy people said do not request a refund instead yeah. call your bank call your bank and uh, dispute this because if you dispute it, then GoFundMe is going to um, get a $15 dispute charge off each of those hundreds of thousands of oh, donations. Yeah. Not just the fees, but the reputation really drops when you the chargebacks. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is very quickly we see GoFundMe say, never mind, we're just going to refund everybody. They, you know, what they should have done to begin with. Well, actually, they should have just let the money go through. But if they made a decision, because they are a private platform, if they made a decision that they weren't going to let this go through, they should have just refunded anybody, everybody to begin with. But they, like, it was remarkable to watch. So yeah. at the same time, the truckers had come to Canada. I mean, come to Gibson, come to Canada. They've come to Gibson Go, and they um, started a campaign because they saw the writing on the wall, and they're going, "Oh no, it looks like our money might be frozen. We're not sure we're going to get it. We're going to get a backup campaign because we see this other adopter trucker." getting money like he already yeah. has a few hundred thousand let's yeah. go to give send go they raised they they started a campaign within i want to say 24 48 hours something like that over two million dollars on give send go had been raised with our site being attacked by hackers and ddos attacks and we had thousands and thousands of emails people writing in you need to take this campaign down gofundme took the campaign down for some reason people have it in their mind like GoFundMe and Facebook are like who 
everybody should follow. And if GoFundMe and Facebook make these decisions, well, then we should as well. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on, I gotta get the, the details here. So they got under pressure. They said, forget it, we're not gonna play. We're gonna just refund the money. And then they found out about you, you started money coming in. And who are these people who were, who were attacking the website and were they even donating anything? What's what? No, I don't no, understand so they, the negative. Yeah, so so what they did, you know, our site started to crash because we yeah. had so much traffic. We we laugh and we say half the half the world was trying to get on gifts and go to donate, and right. half the world was trying to take us down. And so we we brought in the reinforcements to help us keep yeah. our platform going, mm -hmm. expand it, things like that, right. and. Sure enough, over the next week or week and a half, couple of weeks, um, they surpassed the goal that they had on GoFundMe and yeah. they had raised a lot of money. But Canada in that did not like that we were um, allowing this. And so right. they would we would see on social media or on the media. Hmm. We are this this money's frozen from these campaigns. And so we always would reply like, you have no jurisdiction. We're a U.S. based company. We are a lot. These. these Campaigns are not frozen. They're still receiving money. They, they were saying it was frozen or they're trying to get it frozen or both. Or they Yeah, they were kind of just saying like, um, we are freezing this. You are not allowed to give to this. Like trying to say, and we kept saying, no, you can't do that. Watch, look, go try yeah. to donate. Look, it's still working. They didn't like it. And what happens when people in power feel like they're losing that power, they go to really weird extreme measures that don't always seem logical. And so what right. ends up happening is they're like, we're going to put this emergency act out. First time we've ever implemented this, where we're going to freeze anybody who donated, like we're going to free their bank accounts. We're going to get to the bottom of this because this is a violent terrorist movement and every report we well, heard from people on the ground that was not the case you can see just by looking at you you look like a terrorist heather i mean come on you know you, yeah, you know exactly <laughs> um i've added it to my uh pronouns um, <laughs> <laughs> the names that you get called when you stand up for so, something so they made the statement that we're freezing funds you're like i don't think so then they started i think they tried to enact to freeze the, the canadian bank accounts of the people donating right Sure. And so they tried to, and then we got, Gives and Go actually did get hacked. Um, and they, so they got a list of donators and the guy who took credit for it, he publicly came on like YouTube and some of these and said, ah, he looked crazy. He looked absolutely insane. And he was like, I hacked Gives and Go. I hacked Gab. I hacked this. I hacked that. Ha ha ha. You know, and he looked like insane, but he was taking credit for this hack. And we're like, okay, this is an illegal thing. Like yeah, you really. can't hack people's private information. And and we had security on the site. This wasn't like we just had open doors. Sure, like right. he came in and he illegally hacked our site, released this information mm -hmm. and the government and newspapers and everybody took a hold of it without checking to even see if the information was correct. So that's the mm -hmm. interesting thing to me. Somebody could have taken that information from the get-go and added some names to it. Somebody they wanted to get in trouble. They could yeah. have deleted some names from it. Nobody sure. came to verify from us, hey, we see this information. Is this correct? Instead, it just gets blown out. Like, look at who's on here. And we're like, you don't even know if this is true. Like, anybody can manipulate this. This is like a under underworld hack, right? Like, Did the, did, did the guy get caught authority-wise and go to jail or anything? Or so we called the FBI. We yeah. did reached out to many ways. This guy was had connections to the um, 
intelligence agents up in, in Canada. Okay. And so it was like, okay, okay, if they wanted to know who gave to this campaign, they found some guy who would do it. Recently, another hacker, I saw this on, on Gab, I think it was, another hacker yeah. said he hacked the hacker and he got all this information and he, he gave it to the FBI and there's like a huge, um, Good. like going after this guy and he Good. was on social media, like living in his car now going, help me, help me. Like, <laughs> you know, went from this cocky SOB to being like, I, I don't have anything. Like everybody's coming after me. Well, yeah, sure. yeah. You, you hacked us. And so that was really uh -huh. interesting. Um, uh -huh. walking, walking through that. And then Jacob and I, my brother, who's the co-founder of give Sengo, we got yeah. called to testify at parliament, which was also a very interesting. Wow, so you went across the border to talk to those guys, huh? We actually didn't go across the border because okay. with COVID, they had it set oh, up yeah. as a Zoom platform. So most yeah. everybody, they had an hour where it was GoFundMe, PayPal, and Stripe. Okay. And then they had, so that was the first hour of Parliament. And then the second hour of Parliament was, was Give, Send, Go. I want to hear this story. This sounds, this sounds going to be a good one here. Yeah, so really interesting. Um, I was very, very nervous. I was like, yeah. I am not qualified to speak in front of a government. Like, because you didn't, you didn't have like an attorney with you or anything, or did it? No, care? we like, didn't. Nah. We didn't have an attorney. We oh said, my let's gosh, just go in old. and talk like we were. Now yeah. everybody else, GoFundMe, Stripe, they all had their attorneys. They did right. an opening statement that sounded like crazy, wow. and then they like just. BS their way through, like right, yes, right. we did everything you wanted us to do. You know, like they just were very like, like yeah. they didn't want to say anything incriminating. Well, I said, Jay, why don't you, Jacob, why don't you like speak? And I'm just going to sit in the back and pray that you have the words to say, <laughs> because I am like panicking like about this. So Aww. we're both in the back and, and he gets on and they start like tough questions. And he's just very matter of fact. Like what? Um, numbers how many people donated from where like, is that, is, that um, is, is that okay to give them that information is that like i mean we can give some basic information that we knew they probably already had right. um but you could tell they didn't like us like we yeah. were we they didn't like that we our five minute spiel was not like the lawyers we were like hey we're a brother and sister we created gifts and go to share hope in the world with G of the hope of Jesus. Like this is who we are. And they did not like that. We were just so normal. Like we weren't yeah. all, they didn't know what to take, how to take us. And so yeah. then one of the parliament members actually, as they were questioning Jacob and he, Jacob's just very calm. Good. Um, the guy's getting so worked up, like angry. He's getting so angry that one of the other parliament members actually called like a, time order in the yeah, court or right. whatever they do. And they said, you need to take a deep breath. They said to the parliament member, right. you're borderline abusive to yeah. this witness. That's how angry, like they couldn't handle someone disagreeing. Like they got right. so angry that someone would actually challenge their thoughts instead of being able to just have a normal dialogue about why we might've thought differently. Right. They, they just got angry because they couldn't manipulate us. What kind of questions could they possibly ask that would be, you know, incriminating? You're just doing a crowdfunding campaign for. I know. And it wasn't even us. Somebody was making it like we are just on the platform. Right. Like, sure. Right. Right. You know. And so what ends up happening is all of a sudden Jacob just freezes. And right. I am like, oh, my goodness. He's frozen. I'm thinking 
you froze the money and now you froze Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a Zoom freeze, like it's a real yeah. one. And so it's like, so he disappears and I'm like, Jacob, what's going on? Like he's trying to get his internet back up. Never yeah. happens. I've never okay. seen that happen. And with him, like in our meeting, we talk all the time. Sure. Right. And so all of a sudden it's like they remembered that I was there. And they're like, Miss Wilson, we assume uh -oh, you yeah. can also answer questions. So I was like, All right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's why I'm here. And um, I got out there and they asked me questions like, How come you did not shut this campaign down when you heard that it was a violent terrorist, whatever, you know? Okay. Thing. So that's and making I, an assumption with a leading question. And your response was, and My response was, we didn't hear that it was a terrorist, violent insurrectionist or whatever, insurrection or anything like that. Yeah. The only, and she's like, so you didn't know. And I said, you never contacted us. If this <laughs> was a big enough deal for you, you would have contacted us. We never heard from you asking us to take it down or to look at information. You never contacted us so that you're angry that we didn't take it down on our own volition because all these other platforms did. If you were really worried about it, you would have let us know. But And I said, you know where we heard about that? You, she's like, so you didn't know? And I said, yeah, well, I, you know where I've heard about it. I heard about it on social media. I said, you know what else I can find out about on social media? Aliens. And, <laughs> and they all were like, they didn't know how to respond. Sing. But I was just like, but seriously, you expect me to get my information from Facebook? To make a decision about on a, on a legal terrorist issue. Sorry, I'm not. Yeah, right. I'm not gonna. I know that that you censor like all the like. I'm not getting real information. I can find out about crazy things on social media, like aliens. So I'm not gonna base my de business decisions on what I find out about social media. You never told us this. Yeah. Um. You never contacted us, and so that was kind of we just went down this path. Um. And they were very frustrated with us that we just kind of stood our ground. And yeah. I think overall we did a great job. We think back and we go, Oh, we should have said this. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, you, yeah, the yeah. things, maybe they'll invite us back. And they did invite us back. Oh yeah. But guess when it is they invite, they're having another question answer type thing. And sure. we were like, yeah, we would actually go, but they scheduled it for Thanksgiving day evening. Well, and it's not really a Canadian holiday. Okay, fine. It is, but like out of all the days of and all the people that they're inviting to this thing, Just they do another Zoom call at the kitchen table, you know, give them a turkey leg and say, Hey, how yeah, what's up? yeah, be munching on my uh leftover turkey sandwich from the from lunch. Yeah. Um, it just was weird that that would be when they they picked out of all the days in the month of November, yeah. they picked mm. invited the US citizens to testify on oh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, you could have picked any other day. Not so, the brightest, not the brightest bulb in the in the room there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or they just didn't want us to show up, and that could be as well because we were More the life. pushback. So, right. so that was a really interesting time. We've Amazing. since just have watched numbers explode. We've hired so many people. We right. our whole site is just um, exploding as people find out that there's a platform that actually has a backbone, yep. that actually has a mission beyond yep. just doing what everybody tells us it's it's right. a bigger mission we're going to give people a voice and um, i love the fact that you're faith-based but it's not a faith-based 
uh, platform, right? That's a really good distinction. I think you can clarify for people to understand how you guys operate and your values and whatnot. So share that a little bit of that, would you? Sure. So my brother and I are Christians. We grew up in a mm -hmm. Christian family. We're two of 12 yeah. siblings. People yeah. always ask, like, are you Catholic? Are you, <laughs> you know, like they have, are there any twins? Yeah. Are there, you know, things yeah. like that? No, one dad, one mom, no twins, not Catholic. Those are yeah. the, the answers. Um, so we grew up in this Christian family where our parents really modeled like hard work, yep. being kind, Christian values, mm -hmm. knowing that God is faithful, that God loves us. He has a plan. Watching our parents just really pour into their communities and people that they were connected to, and then mm -hmm. also into us. And so when we started Give, Send, Go, we said we didn't know we would be where we are today. We just yeah. thought we were going to be this alternative platform. And we thought, you know, it's what a great idea, allowing people to come together to raise money for important yeah. things. Yeah. But we also, because we are Christians, we said, we know that money doesn't solve a lot of those internal needs. That's so right. what if we created a platform that allowed people to raise the funds because those are important, but that we stepped yeah. into their certain situations and shared hope with them. And so yeah. what we did is we, and you don't have to be a Christian or any yeah. sort of faith to be on Gifts and Go. You don't have to be a political background to be on Give, Send, Go, we will allow people to that even we disagree with to use our platform. Yeah. But what we do in the situation is that we have a whole team of prayer partners um, yeah. that we hire that will call every single campaign that started on Give, Send, Go and say, yeah. hey, I'm reading your campaign. I see that your house burnt down. Um, can I just pray with you right now? Oh, and yeah. people are blown away. They just yeah. can't even believe it. We have people who are like, I'm an atheist. I don't believe there's even a God, yeah. Yeah. but that you would call me and care enough to ask yeah. me how I'm doing. Oh God. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps, Heather. That, that is, that is wonderful. It's okay, why we right do here. what it's solidified. Yeah. Why we do what we do. It's great to be the leader in freedom, right? Yeah. To stand, allowing people legal defenses and allowing yeah. people to have a voice when everybody else wants to shut them down. Yeah. But to the core of our being, we want to end our life saying, no, we were able to share hope with people while they were going through some of the most hopeless situations that they lost a child. They were in a car accident. They found mm -hmm. out they had cancer. They, you yeah. know, some really hard things. And that sure. we get to step in there and say, listen, you're not alone. There's hope. There's there's people who care about you, sharing love. And I, I really feel like Mm -hmm. that's what we're seeing on Give, Send, Go. You, and I started out saying, you know, often you hear all the bad news, but on yeah. Give, Send, Go, you go on and you start reading through campaigns and you're like, look at this person had, a, let's say a house fire. Yep. The neighborhood, the community has come together and raised a couple hundred thousand and nobody's like, well, are you Republican or Democrat? No, I don't know if I'm going to give. Yeah. No one cares. Right. They're here to yeah. help each other. And we're watching yeah. that happen um, over and over again oh. on our platform. You, you are hope. I, I'm uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to tell you about a new campaign that's coming up here. It's very shortly on your platform. Okay. Um, a new client of mine I talked to and was glued to the monitor. He's telling me his story about escaping Afghanistan. Oh, wow. And he's a, he was the right-hand man of the president. He was like part of the uh, um, Chamber of Commerce for Afghanistan. He got out. Um, his wife is in uh, another country. I'm not going to say which one. With a, She was pregnant when she left. And his story of escaping the country is like a movie. I mean, we're, it's just amazing. So we're working on his book. And I said, you know, we need to raise some money for you. It's going to be right on your platform because it's an amazing journey. Everyone's still alive 
in his immediate family, not all his friends are, of course, but his his journey and his escape and what he needs to do to to bring them together again, because they're all sort of scattered now. It's going to be a tearjerker. It's going to be really well, awesome. Well, definitely show. let me know when it's on, because we also yeah. have a podcast that we call um, the Shine yeah. Brightly podcast. And what nice. we do is we, and you can find it on all the platforms. Okay. Um, and what we do is we take campaigns on our site. And we reach out to their campaign owner or recipient and we say, hey, we see that you're raising money for this. Can we have you on our podcast so you can share why you're raising money for this food bank or why you're raising money for this orphanage or for this house fire or whatever. And so when when you have that campaign up and ready, we would love to have you on to talk on our side about this story, because I am sure it's incredible. We don't even have a clue what torture and persecution zero and- right he's telling the story and my wife and i listen to him and she's had challenges growing up overseas and whatnot i've had none compared <laughs> to this guy you know having his friends get shot having to send his pregnant wife to another country while he's running you know escaping going through checkpoint right. after checkpoint to get out and his stories it's like a movie it's it's a it's a great story and uh can't wait we're working on we just started his book like yesterday so we'll uh puts things we'll in, talk on that yeah puts things in perspective because yeah. we go oh my gosh i'm being so persecuted i've been shadow banned on facebook and oh, it's like, poor thing. yeah it's like he was okay, at the airport for five he was at the airport for five days without food okay yeah. so if that's your up, biggest I- problem is that facebook is hiding your post we'll just get off facebook yeah. Like you shouldn't Hello. be on there anyways, if they're censoring you just, exactly. you know, like, it's so funny. It's so funny what we think, because yeah. I have a feeling it's going to get worse as we watch what, it, where our world is going. Um, yes. And, and I, I think that we're going to see more and more people taking stands like Gibson go to say, no, we right. need alternatives. Oh, they're popping up everywhere. Yeah. And they are popping, up. popping and, up. Yeah, And that's great that they're there, but they won't be successful unless your user, your listeners, my listeners, unless they actually use us. And it sometimes it takes some sacrifice because you're like, but Facebook is so easy and this one's not as nice yet. They got their hooks on us, you know. They there's do, a, they do. It's hard to break through. They're, you know, hopefully they've plateaued with the, you know, I'm not tracking numbers right now, but yeah. I think it feels like they kind of plateaued. So hopefully there's a disruptor or two out there, or maybe there'll be many disruptors. Maybe it'll disintermediate. And there'll be a hundred platforms. I don't know. We'll see. But well, yeah, what it's, we're it's seeing with problem. Give Send Go is that our our competitor is not very sticky. People don't oh. feel like they have to, you know, you're not going on GoFundMe every day to make new campaigns. Like it's not yeah. very like you use it when you need to raise some money and then you yeah. forget about it until the next right. time you need to raise money. So it's okay. very easy for someone to say, Oh, I just won't use them. I'll go to this platform. It's better. And How so sticky. What? How is your sticky? Why people come back to it? Yeah. Well, so how some of the ways we are trying to make it sticky is number one, our prayer team. People, when they get that yeah. prayer call, they go, I'm part of this family. They care about me. Right. Like yeah. I want to go back there. I want another campaign because I want another prayer call. So <laughs> you have things like that. And then you yeah. just have the I know that I'm not going to get censored if they disagree with me and that's sticky too now we're still not like sticky like facebook where all your pictures for 30 years are on there 10 years or whatever (laughs) it is you know know, because that is why people they're like oh i'm trying this new platform no but no one's on it yet so it's not very fun to be on um but it's our competitor will be one of the easiest to topple as we continue this snowball effect because they aren't 
sticky because people are willing to go yeah. to an alternative. And we, we started changing our verbiage to not we're the alternative, but they're, we're the replacement. Love that. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And then um, if you don't mind um, relaying one last story with the Kyle Rittenhouse one, I thought that was a good one too. Sure. So that was actually our first uh, campaign that kind of threw us into the national spotlight. We had been toiling over Gibbs and Go, if you will, yeah. for six years, you know, growing every year, but yeah. just kind of plot learning all the lessons that we needed mm -hmm. to know, not knowing why we needed to know all those lessons, but they definitely came in handy. Um, yeah. And we woke up one morning and we had thousands of hate mail and we were like, what's going on? Like, this has never yeah. happened before. Now it's just normal. But but back then it was like, what's going on? Like, why, first off, why do we have thousands of emails? And secondly, yeah. why are they all cussing us out? So we start digging in to find out what's going on. And the young man named Kyle Rittenhouse had started a campaign on Gifts and Go. And he was raising funds for his legal defense. Yeah, he tried right. GoFundMe. He tried Facebook. He tried PayPal. He tried everything and they all shut him down. Oh my gosh. And they that's, that to me is like, you know, talk about, you know, innocent before proven guilty. That's gone now. You know, the, uh, the masses are passing judgment on people. Wow. And, and they're passing judgment. And then these platforms that have a lot of sway in society yeah, sure. are making their own decisions that cut people off. And so here's this young guy. We didn't know if he was innocent or guilty. We just yep, saw the same clips everybody else yep. did. We heard the same stories. He brought a gun across mm -hmm. lines. He did this, yeah. he did that. And we were like, we obviously had our own opinions and thoughts, but we were like, we don't know. But he's allowed to raise money for a defense because he lives defense, in the United yeah. States. Should only rich people be allowed to have the best defender? Oh, good soundbite. Should only rich people be allowed to hire a good attorney? Oh my god. No. That's no. why we have that's why we have public defenders getting minimum wage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And so now they have a crowdfunding platform where they can raise funds to yeah. say I'm I'm fun. Now, even if they made really, really, really bad decisions, even if and that's hard. Sometimes you're yeah. like, I don't want this guy on yeah. my platform raising money. Right. But it doesn't matter because guess what? If you're a pedophile, no mm. one's gonna give you money. Like, unless there's another side to the story. And usually yeah. that's what we find is that money comes in. And even no matter who you are, we believe you should have your day in court. It should I, not be up to us yep. to decide whether you're good enough, that's not right. guilty enough. No, we have a court system that does it. It's yeah. not perfect, but it's better than the mob mentality on social media. It, it is, you know, and I'm a big Law and Order fan. And I always am, you know, it's a TV, it's a fictional show, yeah. of course. But yeah. then I talked to a guy at Freedom Fest who did defend um, an alleged, um, you know, murderer of yeah. his wife. And uh, and I'm there with Kent, right? We're asking, well, so what about So what was it? Was he guilty? I'm like, I'm not going to say. Because come on, what happened? You know, and no matter how much he kept, pressured him, he was, it wasn't, that wasn't the issue. The issue it was that man deserved a defense, the best defense he could, he could get. Right. So I'm like, that's, and, that's so important. And I, I'm, you know, it's, uh, it's vital that people we disagree with get, get representation 
because if, if first they come for them, then they'll come for you, right? It's just a that's it's what we've yeah. seen. History repeats itself, right? Yeah. And and so what ends up happening, we all saw it play out. So Kyle gets thrown in yeah. jail, he's trying to raise yeah. money to get out for a little bit. And um, he would say that even we have a give now button and a share now button, and then what makes us different too is we have a pray now button where people can like put little messages. Like if you don't have money yeah. to give to a campaign, but you just want to encourage somebody, you yeah. can do a pray now message. And Kyle would say. You don't know how much when I felt so alone, you know, here's this kid, 17 oh, years yeah, old, yeah. found himself in a bad situation, whether due to his own fault or not. I don't, it's Doesn't not even, matter. that's not the point. Nope. The point is that he felt like the world was against him. And yeah. through thousands of messages that came through, he was like, I'm not alone. I'm not yeah. alone. And it gave him hope to continue the battle. And then yeah. two years later, he gets found not guilty yep. after all the stuff comes yeah. out. Yeah, right. And people said, oh, we're so glad Give, Send, Go stood behind Kyle. And we said, we didn't stand behind Kyle. We didn't know if he's innocent or guilty. We stood behind the premise that each one of us deserves, we're, we should be presumed innocent until we're found guilty. Yep. And and that we have the right to the best attorney that we can find. So yeah. recent, uh, more recent than the truckers, we had that, I don't know if you remember the story um, of the bodega worker in New York. No. So there's a bodega one. worker working his little shop in New York and a woman comes in with her son and she goes to pay for puts her food up on the thing, yeah. um, goes to pay and her card, her deb, EBT card or whatever gets declined. Okay. And so he just grabs, like he takes the food and he pulls it toward him. Like until you pay, you're not right, taking yeah. this. Right? right. And she gets irate and she storms out of there. Go. And it's all on video. Thank yeah. God, because as I tell you the story, you'll need to look it up. But Jose Alba, his name okay. is. But thank God this is on video because this would have ended so differently if not. So she yeah. storms out, goes wherever her, across the street to her apartment, wherever, and right. comes back, her, her boyfriend or husband or significant other comes back and he comes behind the counter. It's all on video. Oh, and he starts attacking this older man, oh, 50, 60 my. years old, who's just doing his job. Yeah. And the guy ends up... Jose Alba ends up being able to grab a knife that the woman had, like a little knife, and he ends up stabbing the guy, attacking him. You watch him being attacked, right? right? right. And he didn't want to attack anybody. He wasn't the aggressor. He was simply doing his job. The guy ends up dying, the uh, attacker, Yeah. this oh, well. felon. He's like a felon, like yeah. for violent crimes. He ends up dying. And so Jose, they're going, they're like, oh, we're... It's like this video, it's very obvious that this- Yeah, self-defense, you know. But they were going to try him. It became this big news story. He started a campaign on GoFundMe and GoFundMe took it down because they will not allow the defense for violent criminals. And I was He's like- He's not a criminal. He's a defendant. Hello, it's 101 civics class. Come on. It was crazy. It was like, he wasn't the violent criminal. The guy attacking him was the violent criminal. But yet they let the family of the deceased, violent criminal, raise money on GoFundMe. Oh yeah. And they raised hundreds of thousands of dollars on Give, Send, Go, Jose Alba and his son. Yeah. Um, and, and this is why we're here. Because, and yeah. because it's so crazy to think you could find yourself working behind the counter one day, yeah. just minding your own business, doing yeah. your job, making a living. And someone comes in and attacks you and you could be found without a voice. You can't tell your side of the story. You can't walk down the street. Everybody wants to kill you because you're some bad guy. And you're like, 
yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Like I just yeah. defended myself from somebody attacking me. Yeah. Um, and so again, we say we will give a voice from the womb to the tomb. You can come to yeah, give and go, right. and we're going yeah. to let you tell your side of the story, whether we agree with it or not. Congratulations, and thank you so much for your service. Uh, you know, I watched that movie Richard Jewell a couple uh, about eight months ago or so. The one Clancy produced about the Atlanta Olympics bombing, right? And they thought that it was it was so the you know the press, right, all ganged up on this on this poor guy and just destroyed him. Just destroyed him, you know. It's just, it's the uh, mob mentality is a real thing, especially now the digital age. It's even worse in a way. We're watching it happen, yeah. and it's really crazy. And like what yeah. you said, or alluded to, is that it might not be you today, but yeah. one day you might find yourself on the yep. wrong side of the belief system. Maybe you're yep. liberal. Maybe you're conservative. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. But you find yourself in a place where something you think is contrary to what social media tells you to think right and you could find yourself in the same position as kyle rittenhouse or yeah. jose alba or right. any of these people who are like yeah. i just need to be able to tell you that i'm not i right i didn't do it or here's my side listen to what what happened yeah. um and so that's why we're here we're here for you is our is our justice system broken or dented or what, what do you think you know, I definitely don't think our, I think our justice system is a decent justice system comparatively, yeah. right? Like you can't right. have good people involved. You're not going to have perfect ever right. because right. you're, you're basically, you know, we have emotions, we have our mm -hmm. events and our right. worldviews and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think that's what's broken. I think that we've come to a place where we all feel like we can hide behind a computer screen yeah. and say whatever we want and that there's no repercussions. And until, you know, I can just be anonymous. I can just blast you. Something yeah. you would never say to someone in person. And so it's yeah. not even our justice system. It's like people. Um, but people. I'm, I'm wondering why the, the that buffer appeals to our dark side nature and not to our bright side. You know, it's just like, why does it do that? You know, because I think we are living in a world that feels hopeless. I think there are a lot of people and when you feel hopeless, you know, it's that whole saying hurt people, hurt people. Right. 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 And so you have, you have people and we all have been hurt and we all have things that we're not proud of that we've done or said or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like don't dig. I don't not running for president. Cause I don't want you to dig up the time in third grade. I put a tack on someone's seat. Right. Like, <laughs> thinking it would be funny like yeah. don't because then yeah. yeah but because the i believe the church hasn't done a great job in shining brightly and letting people know that there is hope yeah. that yeah. um instead we engage in the same negative and the judgmental yeah, I, stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna blame our ancestors quite frankly i okay. think our, our dna is is, is uh, really wired the Olympic brain, you know, fight or flight, the crocodile thing where, hey, I'm looking mm -hmm. for danger. And so whenever we see it, we we focus on it. We slow down for a traffic accident, even if it's in a lane that doesn't affect us. Yeah. So the negative things we tend to gravitate to as a as a function of trying to keep us safe from harm. But it's I think the powers that be fuel that with all the, the negative sells more ad space and positive stuff apparently, but yeah, well, because, yeah. because if they can get us fearful and we saw this during COVID, right. if they can make us afraid, 
then they have some power to then offer us protection in exchange for our freedom. Yeah. And we saw that happen. They can make yeah. us afraid. And then we're yeah. like, please save us, help us, tell us what to do so we don't, we're safe. Yeah. And then we say, we'll give you anything if you just keep us yeah. safe. And we start trading off our, our freedoms for safety from something that we never should have been fearful of in the beginning. Yeah. Now, maybe cautious, maybe, you know, with our eyes open, but we, we're seeing this happen. And it's, um, it's really interesting because I do believe that if people start stepping out and saying, I'm going to be the positive, you know, the be the change you want to see in the world, right. those right. type of like cliche things, but they're the truth. They literally are the truth. If we want to change our world, right. we need to start being what change we want to see. We can't hope the world's going to change and continue living as a, a Absolutely bully. Not. Absolutely not. And I, this is just anecdotal, but I'd love to see some data on the amount of people or percentage-wise that are, quote unquote, really waking up to the, the what's going on out there. I mean, I think some of the whistleblower stuff and the the um, the social network moving, well, I think it's people are starting to see it. Um, I hope, I hope it would be nice if we get to 51%. That's my, that's my hope. That yeah. is, you know, and, and we yeah. are seeing people waking up. We are seeing yeah. people going, wait a minute is, yeah. this is what's going true. on here. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it takes a little bit of time because no one wants to be labeled a conspiracy theorist. And that's well, the, the you know label. Who that phrase? You yeah. know who started that phrase? No, who? The CIA created that phrase. Yeah. For disinformation, right? They, people are going to think this figure this stuff out. So they put that word out there. Just like the word, um, our, our word in our, in our lexicon entitlement, you know, for so, it's like yeah. entitlement. It's like, no, it's a social safety net. Oh, it's like, we're entitled to it. But the conspiracy theory thing. Yeah. It's like more, it's, it's actually a misnomer now because no, a lot of the stuff is not conspiracy. It's just true. No, it's just, you're digging in. Like, it's almost like we don't want you to actually dig in. And so we're going to give you this label that makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> And the fact is, is that there's never anything wrong with asking questions ever, even if you're wrong, even yep. if the trail you go down leads you to the wrong spot and you go, oh, I was mistaken yeah. here. There is never, it's much better to go down that trail and solidify right. what is the truth than to never go down that trail. And that's what we're finding is like, we can't yeah. ask questions um, without someone labeling this. And then, yeah. and then it becomes... Well, we can't ever find truth because truth only comes when people take ideas and yeah. do this together. And then eventually the truth rises as people, but we're not allowed to do this anymore. We're not allowed to say, let's, let's have an argument. Let's have a disagreement. Let's talk yeah. about what we think and then walk away as friends still. Right. We're not allowed to do it anymore. When, when COVID happened, I would have loved to yeah. see the doctors on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. Get up on TV yeah. and just talk about it between yeah. each other. And let me decide as a human being with a brain in my brain, in my yep. head, let me decide what I think when they're done. But they wouldn't nice. do it. They instead said, Shh, we can't talk about that side. We can't say this. And I'm like, yeah. let us let us make our own decision. If you have such a strong case, then present it. Yeah. And let the right. other side argue it and then let the chips fall where it may. Yeah. Like, I don't right. get the whole censoring thoughts because yeah. we know that only through dialogue and yeah. the search for truth are we going to get better yeah you tell you tell a lie long enough and strong enough people tend to believe it so that's the that's a challenge but 
Heather, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. I can't wait to talk to you more. And as soon as our campaign for my my uh, new client comes online, I'll be definitely giving you a call. We can uh, help him out because he's he deserves uh, everything we can do for him. So Absolutely. thank you very much. Any uh, Obviously below here, folks, in the chat, in the uh, text, there is the link to Give, Send, Go. So if you've got a campaign, you've got an idea, you got a, you got somebody who needs some assistance, this is the place to to uh, to promote it, of course. So any parting words? GiveSendGo.com. We yeah. are the platform for you. That awesome. is really, it's who we are. We want to share hope with you. Come visit us. Be a giver. We see yeah. so many recurring givers that just come to GiveSendGo to say, listen, I want to be generous. I have, I don't know these people. There's one guy, he gives He gives like to all like 150 different campaigns over the last few months. And all he says is I owe Jesus a favor for what wow. he's done for me. And, and that's all he does. He just goes in and he finds random campaigns and we see people doing that. And okay. so if you don't have a need right now, but you have $10 a month that you could go and join our giver army and say, listen, I'm just going to find a random campaign every month and say, I'm going to give $10 to somebody I might not never wow. know. Come to Give, Send, Go. We're here for you, whether you're a giver, a sender, or a goer. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much, Heather. Appreciate your time. And that concludes our show today on the Author Your Brand Show. You're going to want to take notes. I hope you did. If not, there are show notes below. So go ahead and click on those. Subscribe to our channel. Get some free gifts. And don't forget to give, send, and then you can go. This is Doug Crow. We'll talk to you later.